Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, you know, on the monorail, cannot wait to check out the Grand Fiesta Tour starting the Three Caballeros. I think it's, uh, I think it's Carbonara? It's, uh, Carbonara, right? No, ca Carbonado, right? Oh, cab Caballera. Caballero. Cabernet. Grand Fiesta Tour, right? Yeah, that's, that's simple yeah. enough. Welcome to episode 102 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. That is not Jen. I, is I, not I'm, Jen. I'm not Jen, but this is what the script says. Yeah, well, well, yeah that it, this is what the script says we'll, for sure. We'll edit this out. And I'm Chris. Today we will be giving the his on the Grand Fiesta Tour starring the three Caballeros. So what do you guys think of this uh, attraction? First off, you know, I just want to, I want to welcome Chris to the show. Uh, Jen, you know, she's taken off for a couple of weeks. And so we decided to have Chris on a show. And I just want to talk a little bit about Chris. He is one of our original Patreon members. Uh, I don't know. How long have you been Patreons for? Oh, man, a little over a year, I think. Yeah. So we kind of been going through this whole COVID pandemic thing together. And we became friends. We we game together. And, uh, you know, we talk pretty much daily on, you know, Messenger and Discord. So, yeah. you know, welcome to the show, Chris. I'm happy to be here. It's like a dream come true for me. No, it's really it's it's really weird because you know I just used to listen to you guys all the time. You used to? No, 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 no. That's, that's singular. That's all I would do. And then, so well, I only used to listen to you guys, right? And then we became oh, friends, okay. right? Right. Yeah. And then you know now now I'm I'm guest hosting the podcast that I used to listen to. Only used to. I'm just digging myself into a ditch. But you know, all I'm trying to say is, uh, you know. Everybody just keep dreaming, and as long as you have enough uh, <laughs> enough effort and money to pay the co-hosts, you can star on your favorite podcast as well. That's right. Yeah, and you're, and you know, we kind of you're into a new show now. You're actually, you know, we kind of helped you because we do this thing on Tuesday night with Remy mm -hmm. over with Remy's Roundtable, and so it's on Tuesday night. You can catch us streaming. Just go to Twitch TV slash DizHiz, and we have been doing this thing, and now you kind of made your way onto another show right you yeah talk a so, little bit about that show yeah so now i am a co-host on the no new friends podcast that is um with scott and mary and we kind of met on the yeah we met on dis journey that we do on tuesday nights with remy we have a blast on there so uh yeah so we are on uh no new friends podcast you can find us on all streaming platforms you can find us on instagram facebook so give us a listen sometime yeah it's a good show awesome so let's talk about the grand fiesta tour and this is a ride that you know, we kind of talked to you, Chris, about what kind of show you would want to do. What, what, yes. what show do you want to do? And we have a couple other guests coming on here in the next couple of weeks. We kind of want we talk to them of kind of what do they want to do the history on, on, right? So why did you pick this, Chris? Okay, so a couple of reasons. So first, I thought we should do something Marvel because we're all Marvel nuts. But there was it was just too overwhelming to pick just one thing. Right. And then I said, hey, Alex, let's do Journey into Imagination with Figment, which Alex responded to me saying, what is oh. Journey into Imagination with Figment? Okay. okay, that's the one I thought we were doing was Journey yeah. into Imagination, yeah. Alex which is great. I love that, right? I love Figment now. Yeah. You know, I don't know. That's right. So Alex didn't know what that was. So I thought, what would be the hardest uh, attraction for both of you to pronounce? So I thought <laughs> this one would be really fun to listen to Alex do the history on. I do also <laughs> love this ride. Is that really what you thought? Yeah, no, that definitely went into it. Oh that, that my gosh, oh, that was definitely a determining factor. So when you were like struggling saying the word, I'm like, ah, oh, everything's coming into. Coming yeah, because I never say, you know, I say Grand Fiesta Tour. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and give this. Let's talk about this ride. You know, this is one of my favorite rides at Epcot. And let me explain why, why real quick. It's because there's almost always no wait. This is one of those rides yeah. we can go in there and there's no wait. I, uh, you know, I remember my first time actually going into Mexico, going into the, the mind temple and being like, wow, this is super cool inside here. Yeah, and, it is. and then I was like, what, there's a ride in here. Let's go on the ride. And it's a cool little ride. I mean, you know, there's a volcano there. You kind of see like a little volcano and uh, it really gives you a nice feeling like you're immersed in like some type of like jungle environment. Uh, and I definitely enjoy it. So how about you, Chris? What, what do you think of this ride? I love the Grand Fiesta tour. I was the same way. I went into the Mexican. I think the first time I was at Epcot, you know, Mexico is the first one you go to unless you're a psychopath and start a cannabis. <laughs> but so you, so you start in Mexico. I go in there. You start smelling chlorine. 
And I knew that's not what Mexico smells like. So then you go into the back and you find the little log with the little uh, boat ride. And it was a, it's a blast. It's cool. Like you said, never, a, never a wait there. Yeah. I t- I'll tell you a funny little story that I have when I go into the memories. That's pretty cool. It's pretty funny. Uh, but how, how about you, Alex? What do you think of it? Um, I like this ride. It's a nice way to get out of the heat, uh, rest the feet. There's not many rides I like to go to when I go to Epcot, period, go to Epcot in general. But when I do go to Epcot, I definitely hit Mexican ride. And Chris, I usually start in Canada. See, I exactly. Just That just proves my point. Alex, you really not like Epcot? Or are you just playing <laughs> it up because we talk about it so much in the show? No, I mean, if I had to go to, if I had to, like, say, if Disney was like, hey, if we could destroy one park and replace it with Marvel, what would it be? Wow, and I'd destroy. be like, Epcot. Destroy Epcot and replace it with Marvel, please. Wow. Okay, let's go ahead and give it a rating. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Chris, what are you rating? You said you kind of thought really hard on the rating. What do you I give? thought really hard on this rating. Didn't want to get my emotions into the rating of the ride. Okay. I, gave this a six, I gave this a 6.2. 6.2? Why did you give it 6.2? I think that's a good rating for this ride. I was I was between like 5.9 to 6.2. And I, I gave it that slight edge because I did watch the, the ride on. Because it's it's a pretty bad ride, but at the same time, it's a good ride, if that makes sense. How like, is it a bad got, ride? So I'm looking at this thing, and they, they put like a, like very little effort into it. Like It's just all screens. And then if you look backwards long enough, you can watch it go around again. What are you talking so about, it's like, Yeah, it's a loop. How, it's a loop. How is it all screens when you go in there at one part and it has all the animatronics? There's probably about like, what, 50 or 70 animatronics in that area? The, the knockoff uh, Small World animatronics? Those not knockoff, man. Those are good animatronics. First off, then, it's Disney. It can't be knockoff. And then, and then let's talk about let's talk about the uh, non-existent animatronics at the end now that they just replaced with another screen. But I like the ride a lot. Let's say you had your emotions put into it. What would you rate it? Have you uh, thought about that? Yeah, I would probably like a seven and a half. Okay, that, I think yeah. that's pretty reasonable, right yeah. there. Okay, how about you, Alex? Um, I would rate this ride a six point five. It's a good rating. It's solid. Yeah, that's that's not a bad rating. I mean, really, anything over five is pretty good, right? I mean, yeah, it's above average, right? Yeah, five be average, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seven is more like the joke. Go ahead and tell us why this ride is a ten. It's not a ten for me, Uh, but I would give it um, like I'll give it that rating a seven and a half. Okay, that's fair. I it's good, right? There's rating. no weight, right? There's no weight. No. Yeah, so I'm not saying. Factor. I'm I'm not saying exactly. I'm not saying this is one of those you're gonna get a fast pass. I'm not even sure. I think you can get fast passes for this ride, but it's but don't this do is, it. Can you get a fast pass for this ride? <laughs> it doesn't. That'd matter. be criminal. <laughs> no, I don't think you can actually. Uh, but it, yeah, don't get a fast pass because it's constantly moving. You know, I never. I don't think I've ever waited more than like 20 minutes for this ride. Um, and I think it's a lot of fun. I mean, I love when you go in there, you get that, like the, the culture, you know, like the Mexican mm-hmm. culture, um, of the ride. You can see like the day of the dead. Yeah, I like that cool. in there. The restaurant's uh, cool too. Going to the, the restaurant at the very beginning. Uh, yeah. The restaurant, but yeah, the restaurants, I think that whole area I would say is easily nine, 10, the whole area combined. Yeah, 100%. It's a good right? area. Yeah. 100%. Uh, but we, I, I mean, the volcano's super cool. And yeah. I'm not sure if you guys know this, but there's like a game. It's like, um, not, is it, you know, Phoenix and Ferb game, right? I yes. know what you're talking about. How you, did you play it when you? No, when you but it around? used to be Kim Possible too. It used to be Kim Possible, yeah. <laughs> but Phoenix and Ferb, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but the volcano. If you actually play the game and you have like your, one of the interactions is something shoots out of the volcano, like a rocket shoots oh, out really? of the volcano. It's so cool looking. That's yeah, cool. I remember like going in there and I'm doing my little mission, you know, and I'm interacting with like different like parrots and birds in the in the area then all of a sudden like the last thing in the mission like the big final thing like you beat the boss or whatever it's like a uh, a rocket like shoots out of the volcano it's really cool uh, it's pretty cool a little easter egg for people who don't know yeah yeah it's a lot of fun we're three caballeros three brave caballeros they say we are birds of a feather the one two and three goes we're always together Let's get to the his on the Grand Fiesta Tour starring the three caballeros. Grand Fiesta Tour starring the three caballeros is a musical dark boat ride that opened October 1st, 1982 as El Rio del Tiempo at Epcot and Walt Disney World. This attraction was revamped in 2007 as Grand Fiesta Tour and starred Donald Duck Jose Carioca, and Pinchito Pistolet as the three caballeros. This ride is described as a mixture between it's a small world mixed with Epcot's now-closed attraction, If You Had Wings. So did you do any research on If You Had Wings, Alex? 
No, I know a little bit about it. So when Chris was talking about the ride, how the videos loop, that was a lot about if you had wings was similar to that. There was looping videos of scenery and stuff. Was it the same videos and they just did illustrations over top of them? No, no. No, I was kind of the impression that was that uh, that's what they did. I kind of agree with you, though, about having the it's like you can look back and kind of see the videos going over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like breaking the fourth of the breaking the oh. fourth wall. But why are you looking yeah. backwards? The right is forward. Uh, true, I, like to, I like to spoil things. I just like to hate myself. Just turn around and just see Donald Duck go by twice. And then like it's like he's right there, guys, because he's looking they're looking for him the whole time. <laughs> You know, I'm sure you get into it some at some point here in history. I just want to t- touch upon this real quick on Coco, right? Oh yeah. Uh, I definitely see Coco coming in, put it, being put in here. I wouldn't be sad if Coco replaced this because yeah. this ride is fun. I enjoy the ride, but Coco's like that would be amazing. Definitely revamp yeah. it for sure. Yeah, and some of the like the way that Disney's going with things and how they're kind of removing some things that are kind of inappropriate, mm-hmm. like you know Donald sitting there, you know, uh, gawking at the the girls and all these different mm-hmm. things, and I. I which, I mean, I'm not one of those people that's kind of like, what's what's it called? Like the, I'm sorry, uh, they're taking things away. What's it called? Canceling? Yeah, like the cancel movement or something like that. Yeah, like, cancel I'm not culture. For yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm not for that or whatever, you know. But I can definitely see Coco going here because of Disney's doing a lot of things like that. Well, it also promotes, um, you know, Latin culture, which is kind of cool. Because it does it in such a tasteful way. And it gives you like a really good background. Like, talking about Coco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they yeah. have that in the ride. Because they already have that right when you walk in the Mexican pavilion. They have the, uh, uh, all the Coco stuff there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like the so, Day of the Dead stuff and Coco yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then not only that, though, it's kind of like, I feel like they're kind of giving up on the ride already right now. It's like, you I, know, the animatronics <laughs> broke down. Like, hey, let's just go ahead and draw, put some cardboard cutout things. Like, I feel like, like, whatever, we're giving up on it. Let's just put something out there. Yeah, then people won't miss it to begin with. Yeah. I'll just cut I'll out, miss it though. I'll just cut out history five, I guess. Why is that? No, no. <laughs> Let's put leave it in there. Leave it leave it in there. That's fine. We'll talk a little bit more about it. Grand Fiesta Tour replaced the pre-existing attraction El Rio del Diempo, which opened alongside the Epcot Park in 1982. This attraction was easily described as Mexican's pavilions It's a Small World, which resided inside the pavilion's famous Mayan Pyramid. This boat ride used a similar format to If You Had Wings, a ride that opened in 1972 and closed in 1989 in Epcot. Having screens sitting behind a physical set, adding depth and playing a live-action sequence in a loop. These scenes depicted Mexican history and culture, with doll-sized audio-animatronic figures placed throughout the ride. This ride traveled past a large volcano and seating for the restaurant San Angel in Restaurante, similar to the ride through the Pirates of the Caribbean. In the early 2000s, Disney decided to spice up some of Epcot to make it more Disney, and the first attraction was El Rio del Tiempo. On January 2nd, 2007, this attraction closed down forever and was replaced with Grand Fiesta Tour, starring the Three Caballeros, which opened on April 6th, 2007. So this ride's not that old. No, no. Have you ever ridden uh, the original? No, I have not. Really? Alex, have you ridden the original? I don't know. <laughs> I just remember. <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't. I don't know why they just wouldn't have done this from the get-go. They had this movie, which I'm not going to try to pronounce. When did it come out? It came out like a pretty long time ago. We go over next history. Okay. Well, well, I'm pretty sure we, we don't, I mean, it doesn't go over why. I'm pretty sure though, Epcot, like Disney, they were really trying to make the different countries very authentic. Right. I see. Right. So, I mean, now you can see they're starting to disney fight a little bit and they're kind of like, hey, get out of your countries. We're not going to put Disney stuff in. And here, like, for example, happened in Norway. Right. And now, like this right here, right? And I'm sure they're going to get this one out of here. I would I would sure. guess soon. Yeah, I would but use, use... in the early 80s, It's a Small World is still a hit. It's still a hit now. So making another one in Epcot, isn't that crazy of an idea? Yeah, I do like the the direction they're moving into, though. I do love the Disney-fying of Disney World because I think that's what belongs there. Because yeah, it's, it's very hard to get a little kid interested in a – in um. What was the Norway ride with the scary people, uh, creatures? Uh, what was Malstrom. that called? Malstrom, Malstrom or yeah. just this this Mexican boat ride? Yeah, yeah, and and I like Malstrom a lot. Don't get me wrong, because I like oh, yeah. the whole Norway like culture. But they still have some of that there, you know. Mm-hmm. But I definitely totally agree with you. You know, let's, I want to Disney five things. Not only yeah. do I want to Disney five things, and I know some people would be very upset with me, but like some of the older attractions, I want to get them updated. Let's oh, update the new attraction with newer films. Because guess what? What was what, Disney? What was his big thing? The change. Yeah. He wanted mm-hmm. new things. He wanted to keep, keep people coming back. And guess That's what? True. Right? Yep. And 
kids don't want to see Snow White, you know, or they don't, kids don't want to see some of these older attractions. They want to see Tangled, you know, they want to see Frozen. Mm -hmm. They want to see Coco. They want to see, oh gosh, what's with Baymax? Um, Big Hero 6. This is what they want to see in the parks. So change them, right? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. This ride, this ride would be a small sacrifice to bring in Coco, I think. Yeah, and it's nothing. I mean, I'm not saying they're bad or because they're terrible or there's, you know, there's a lot of history behind them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, and you know, it's time to update. It's time to get things new. It's time to get things, you know, for the future generations to keep on going back to Disney to go ahead and make memories for them. So when they're, you know, 25 years old, they're like, oh, I remember going to see Coco when I was five. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, there's no four year old. Saying their parents, like, oh, please, let's go on the, the scary Viking ride. Yeah. But they will say that about. <laughs> exactly. Fro- exactly. You're 100% right. <laughs> Disney knows how to <laughs> how to market to their kids. Until until we're all in our 50s and 60s and they start putting down our rides for newer rides. And we're like, oh, no, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with it. Put something else in there. Oh. Sorry. I'll be fine with it. I'm not saying get rid of it. I'll say I would be fine with it. I'll be like, oh, that stinks. But whatever. Thanks sorry. Not videos. sorry. Dane's next YouTube video is just going to be bashing you. (laughs) I'd watch it. (laughs) Me too. In 1942, Saludos Amigos, a film featuring live action and animation, was released. In this film, there were four stories, with two starring the up-and-coming Donald Duck. One of these stories had Donald Duck being shown around by Jose Carioca, a cigar-smoking Brazilian parrot. Jose showed Donald around iconic locations in South America. With the success of the film and the style at which it was produced, Disney then produced the Three Caballeros, starring Donald Duck and his new pal Jose Carioca, alongside their newly acquired friend, Panchito Pistoles, a gun-wielding Mexican rooster. This was the first feature-length film to incorporate traditional animation with live-action actors. It starred several Latin American stars and had Donald celebrating his 10th birthday with his two pals traveling around South America. In 1977, The Three Caballeros was released in theaters. Also in the 70s, The Three Caballeros joined many Disney characters as part of an attraction called Mickey Mouse Review, which was at the Magic Kingdom, where Mickey's PhilharMagic stands today. This auto-animatronic concert had The Three Caballeros singing their theme song between the acts of Singing Fairy Godmother and Alice from Alice in Wonderland. It was closed in 1980 and moved to Tokyo Disneyland. The Three Caballero auto-animatronics went with it. And this attraction ran in 2009. Could you imagine Disney coming out in 2021 with a movie of a Mexican parrot named, uh, a gun-wielding Mexican parrot named Panchito Pistoles? Definitely not, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. So when this movie came out... But he's a very interesting character. He's fun. He's a fun character. Yeah. He is. He is. But But I'm starting to see why... They're putting the cardboard cutout up. <laughs> I'm, starting, I'm starting to see why. You, you can see why they're giving up on it. On yeah, it as we dig deeper and deeper into the history, <laughs> I can see this being a little problematic. So in the for- this came out in the early 40s, right? And mm-hmm. it was the first time there was like animation with live action. And some of the issues with the movie when it came out, people had issues, a little bit issue with it because in scenes, there was Donald and gawking at women. Okay. Real women. And they're like, what? Uh, but he's a cartoon. He can't do that. He can't gawk at real women. So that was like a big thing. Have you seen the movie at all? Either one of you? No, I haven't. I've not. seen I have it, I've seen parts of this movie. Yeah. Have you? Is it any good? Entertaining at least? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> so no. You, you don't remember when did you watch it? A while ago, I think. Over I the just, course of I think like I just saw like a short. <laughs> like 10 minutes a day? Yeah. 10 minutes a week. <laughs> Wait till I talk about my this week in Disney. Oh god! <laughs> I do like the uh, I do like the characters. Like I I never watched the movie or anything, but just in the ride, they are fun characters. Like I I could see them. Uh, I could see a movie being very very entertaining, just following these these two Mexican parrots and Donald Duck trying to whoa whoa to whoa whoa. In. Jose is from Brazil. Is he really? Yes. What's he doing in the Mexican pavilion? What oh, is Donald Duck doing there? He's not Mexican either. He he's an Easter egg. They're they're opening the Brazil pavilion. Oh. <laughs> They, but they all their it's really interesting because all of their personalities come through in the ride, I think. Yeah, they do. And they sure. all have very, they have different personalities. You know, they did a good job with that. But they couldn't find another Mexican duck. They, they, they couldn't hire another one. They had to go but to they're Brazil. All, uh, they're all friends. They don't 
but they don't care about you know their culture and the race like they're all his friends they're they're all birds just saying they're in the mexico pavilion in the original movie they're looking around south america now technically mexico is not part of south america wow this is just getting stranger and stranger so if you think about it they're like well this doesn't make sense either but yeah why is this ride even in mexico now because it goes over the, the, the mexican culture don't worry it'll be coco soon <laughs> In the early 2000s, Disney wanted to add more Disney characters into the Epcot park. They thought a great way was to revamp the stale El Rio del Tiempo. Donald Duck does not have a right to his name, and the well-received three caballeros have a member who is Mexican, so the theme made the most sense. The live-action sequences were reshot along with new animation to put the caballeros in the ride. The animation and attraction was directed by Disney great Eric Goldberg, known best for animating Genie in Aladdin and Louis from Princess and the Frog. Guests would board a boat with a capacity of three to four guests per row with five rows. The seats consist of a hard bench with a back. The ride is very similar to Pirates of the Caribbean, as it starts dark and you then travel past a restaurant, dining area, as well as a Mayan pyramid with a volcano mural behind it. You then travel through scenes as Jose and Pinchito try to find Donald, who was lost in Mexico, before the performance later that night. The three characters interact with live-action actors and actresses depicting Mexican culture. In the middle of the ride, there is a room similar to It's a Small World, which remains from the previous attraction. Eventually, Jose and Panchito are able to pull Donald away from some women and get to the performance. The final room is depicting Mexico City, with fireworks going off overhead with an animation concert performed by the Three Caballeros on a stage. In 2015, the Three Caballeros animatronics were displayed at D23's Destination D, Walt Disney World 40th event. They were no longer in use at Tokyo Disneyland, and it was announced they would be added to the Grand Fiesta Tour attraction in December of that year. This year would be a year that they would have D23. Not Destination D, but they would have the full-on D23, I think, this year. Oh, yeah? Is it, is it not every year? No, it's so it's every two... Uh, no, it's not every year. So it's like one year D23, like the big one. Mm-hmm. And then there's Destination D, and then there's D23, I think. So it's like every two years. And D Destination D is not as big as D23. Right. D23 is held in Los, in California, mm-hmm. in Anaheim, I believe. Destination D is held over here in Orlando. Oh, that's pretty it's cool. Not, yeah, it's not as big. So, I mean, I was hoping to go to Destination D, but, you know, yeah. what you call it kind of screwed things up. What happened? Uh, <laughs> COVID. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm not, I don't, I'm not sure if they're going to be holding D23 this year. I'm sure they'll hold I, some virtual aspect of uh, it, right? Maybe, did they do that last year? No, I don't think so. Maybe. I think maybe they did. I, don't re- I really don't remember. Yeah. Uh, but I know they have like a big year coming up because of the 50th. The 50th. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're 50 so, for three years, right? They're doing it. Through the, they're, uh... they're doing it for a long time, which is good. <laughs> I'm happy that they're doing it that way. So I, I will be able to go. I want to go. Yeah, I definitely want to see all the uh, the 50th decorations. I think they're doing uh-huh. a good job so far. So far they are. And I like that they mm-hmm. made it long so they can give people an opportunity to kind of go there to the parks and celebrate. Well, they're making it long so they could break in the, in the money, Joe. Don't don't get it twisted. They're not doing it for you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I really like to think that they're trying to get, make sure everyone can get there. They are. I think they are. You don't yeah. think so? No, you're right. You're right. Disney. No, Disney man. Looks listen. Out, Disney looks out for the little guy. No, they <laughs> listen. Right? Their Christmas decorations stay up until like February. Why do they? Why would they stay up? Why does the decorations need to stay up? They're not More selling anything. Christmas merch. Ah, uh, maybe. <laughs> don't have to put, they don't have to put it on clearance until the. Uh, until the decorations come down. They yeah. usually take it down after the, the marathon. I like the, the, the marathon in February. Mm-hmm. That's usually when they take it down. Nice scenery. Nice run. Make you want to go run in Disney. Pay you know, for a plane ticket, a marathon race. Mm. Yeah, it's, you're right. You're probably right, Jeff. You're probably Free right. promo mm-hmm. for their holiday events. Mm. In summer of 2020, the animatronic of Jose fell over, but was returned quickly. In January 2021, Donald Duck apparently fell over as well but was simply replaced with a plant wearing Donald's sombrero, but quickly was removed altogether. Then, in February, Jose and Pinchito, auto-animatronics, were also removed, and all three were replaced with cutouts of the characters. The animatronics were the originals from the 70s, and many believe Disney pulling them altogether after Donald's mom function is a sign they may be deciding to finally switch Grand Fiesta from the Caballeros to Coco. I think the dead Donald Duck memorial was my favorite uh, change to the r- ride in recent memory. Uh, didn't like fall over? It, they put a uh, they put a little memorial there for him. They this put a, a sombrero with some uh, with some flowers. Did you did you see that, Joe? You didn't see that photo? It's a funny photo. It, was, it wasn't there, there very they, long. 
Um, yeah, yeah, they just put it out there, and it was just like, all right, Donald's dead now. With a, pl- a plane wearing <laughs> a sombrero. It was a happy ending to the ride. <laughs> now, you said earlier in the history that uh, Donald Duck didn't have a ride yet, so they figured they put Donald in. Yeah. How did Donald Duck get a ride before Mickey, <laughs> Mickey and Minnie Mouse? <laughs> That's a good I mean, question. I think it's because Mickey and Minnie are kind of like, they're highlighted through all the parks. The whole Disney's their ride. But I agree with you, man. Like Mickey, they should have had like opening day. They should have had like a Mickey Mouse ride. Yeah. Oh, even uh, even Goofy has a ride. No, I'm thinking about it. Oh, Goofy Mark was the first. Yeah. Yeah, and they just waited until 50 years to give Mickey a ride. Just about 50 years, right? 49. Yeah, but he's so busy, you know, out in the parks meeting people. How can he have a ride? That yeah. is true. That is true. Because that is the same Mickey and uh, Mickey's Runaway Railroad. That's the same yeah. guy. Yeah, it is. So, you know, he's, they just kind of like change him into an animatro- uh, like animation and then he kind of jumps in the virtual world. It would have been so easy to just throw him in any ride, too. And then they ended up doing the, what I hear is not a not very, not very great ride. I think it looks <laughs> all right. I, need, I can't wait to ride it. My son was just, Me we too. were watching the ride, like a ride through today, and he was just saying how he can't wait to ride it. I can't wait to ride it either. I refuse to watch a ride through. That's one ride that I know nothing about. Cause I always spoil myself with ride throughs. Like um, when, when rise of the resistance came out, I was so angry. I'm sitting there uh, seeing the announcement and everything. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm going to watch the ride through because I thought it was only in California. And I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to get out to California. So I watched <laughs> the ride through and I was like, wow, this is a great ride. You know, one day I'll be able to ride it when, you know, whenever I go to Disneyland. And then I keep reading and it was like, oh, the dual, the dual opening in Orlando and, uh, and Disneyland. I was so upset with myself. It's There's nothing you would never, you can't get the feeling of going into the room with all the adats. And you can't get that feeling by watching it. I, I mean, they are oh, massive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be a totally different experience. But I was just, I was still pretty disappointed that I, that I see all like the, the events that are, you know, transpired on that ride. But that's one ride that I cannot wait to get down to Orlando. Yeah, when are you going to be coming down? Got to get married first, man. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got, I have a list of priorities. Disney's almost up there with, with getting married, but not, not quite. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to ride that ride either. Either ride. I can't wait to ride, ride both. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. The ride almost had an outside portion, but was rushed to be finished for Epcot's opening, so the outside portion was scrapped. The Raquin Bird from Three Caballero and Melody Time makes a cameo in one of the animations. After the ride, there is a great meet and greet with Donald wearing his sombrero and poncho. With the capacity of 16 riders per vehicle, Grand Fiesta Tour can accommodate 1,656 guests per hour. That's a that's a pretty good amount of guests. But it, it never does, because never that many people are riding it. Never. I think that's pretty cool. They almost had an outside portion of the ride, too. Yeah, so what happened was, is they were trying to get it ready for opening. They wanted more rides for opening, and this is one of the rides they were trying to do an outside ride. And because they didn't have that many rides for opening, they're like, well, this ride has to be done. So they went and scrapped it. That's kind of nuts that it was just for like, it was scrapped for opening because think about like, if they just waited a little bit longer, they would have had the outdoor portion for the next however many years. But instead, because they wanted to open on that, on that day, they sacrificed that. You got to wonder how many other rides were changed because of that. Yeah. yeah it's kind of a cool little history piece. Yeah. Right there. Wasn't Navi yeah. River Journey supposed to be actually bigger too? Like, wasn't that another one that was like the, the part of the ride was scrapped because of... I have like, no idea, but that ride is very short. I think it was supposed to be longer, but because of like budget, you know, budget cuts, it was shortened. So you got to wonder like if, if they had all the time and money in the world, what these rides could actually look like. Yeah. I know Toy Story had some budget issues for sure. Which one? The, oh, the Toy land? Story. I just know the whole land. Yeah. It's like a shoebox. Yeah. It's really tiny for sure. Yeah. It's great. They have that person stand out, uh, you know, let you know if it's at capacity or not. I've never seen a section of a park at capacity, but Toy Story Land is is always like at or near capacity how, you kind of think about it, like how can disney have any kind of budget like that's thing? yeah it's you know? strange right well I, it's, I think it's because the ceos don't make a lot so <laughs> that's probably why they get, they get paid like i think like 50 grand a year or something yeah very impoverished com- uh, company they do a lot for the community we here at Dizzes think the grand fiesta tour starring the three caballeros is a fun and relaxing attraction a great way to rest the feet and get inside out of the heat. Since Coco's great success, there have been many rumors that Grand Fiesta would be changed and with the animatronics taken out and replaced with cardboard cutouts. It seems those rumors may come fruition. 
that's pretty good there, uh, Alex. Get out of the heat. Yeah, Take a, man. a great. What is it? What did you say? A great way. To- uh, rest your feet. <laughs> We should make a shirt that says. I was that. just gonna say that because every ride that Alex is just um, like too nice to say it sucks. He just says, "You know, it's a nice ride to get off your feet and you get out of the heat." <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of this, I said, "I said fruition," and I totally forgot the words fruition. <laughs> I totally, I typed in for wishing and then I said fruition, and I was like, "Wait a second, that makes sense." Well, I'm glad he didn't say what you typed on here. It says furnished. Oh yeah, that's I updated this since then. <laughs> You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. Memories, memories, memories. Memories, memories, memories. Memories, 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 memories. Memories, everybody. Listen to my memories. Chris, give us a memory. You don't have any memories? A little disappointed, first of all, that we didn't get taken in by Alex's uh, hit single, Memories. Oh. That was, I, I, don't, uh, I, I, I deleted that. Which one? <laughs> the one that you played last week? No, my Coco one. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> oh no, I'm so talking bad. about your like 80s jam. Oh, you're talking about Goodbye Horses? Is his memories. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually, speaking about this, his memories, I actually don't have any like crazy memories about uh, about this ride. I just. Good thing I you picked this r- ride. I mean, <laughs> it was it was for the pronunciation. I can't even say pronunciate pronunciation. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, I thoroughly enjoy Epcot. So when I get to Mexico, it's just uh, it's like the kickoff to, you know, going around the world. If I ever go to Mexico one day and it doesn't smell like chlorine, like the real country of Mexico, I'm going to be very, very disappointed because it just won't be <laughs> Disney authentic. It's just yeah, I just I mean, and then when you get on the ride, it, which is great, because when you board this ride, you forget about how long you're going to wait for every other ride that day. So it's just kind of like you're very happy when you're in Mexico. You get a taco, you get on a quick ride. And then that starts your day at Epcot. Okay. How about you, Alex? Um, I do not have a stink memory for this ride. I don't okay. go to Epcot very often. That's true. You, you know, it's a little thing you may not know about me. Mm-hmm. But when I do go to Epcot, we definitely ride this ride because it's fun. Do you really start in Canada first? Because that's crazy. That's it. That's yeah, like, because I, I like Canada. You that's do like, like Canada. Or you don't. I like Canada. Plus, why not that's to get crazy. out of the heat and off my feet if I'm just starting my day? <laughs> what is there? What is there to like about Canada, Alex? Uh, uh, oh, that cheese soup there, which is delicious. How are you eating cheese soup in 95 degree weather? Well, obviously you don't go when it's 95 degrees, but the cheese soup is delicious. Alex matches one of those profiles in like those cold cases where they're trying to find the killer and they, they're they investigating people and they like they look at his notes. If they saw that you started in Canada and enjoyed uh, hot cheese soup uh-huh. on a 95 degree day, you'd be you'd be in jail. I didn't say that. I do like the Lumberjacks and I actually do like the Canada uh, show, the little uh, video. You stand during it. Yeah. So. It's like I'm starting my oh, day. I'm fine with that's standing. That's true. That's true. Maybe maybe Alex is smarter than the rest of us. Maybe he's smarter uh, than average bear. Maybe he's uh, maybe it's a veteran move. So my memory is I went on a field trip there and I had a bunch of my students. And obviously the Grand Fiesta Tour is not a very intense ride. Right. right. But some of the kids that were on the ride with me, they didn't really know that it wasn't a very intense ride. And so every around every corner, I was like, "Okay, we got a fifty foot drop coming up. Hang on, guys!" And they're all and they're like hanging on. They're like, "Oh, we didn't know there's gonna be a fifty foot drop in this." And I had it like every corner, and they're like freaking out. So that's one of my memories. My other memory is actually with Jen, and we're all going there, you know. And um, her son, we're we're walking towards the Grand Fiesta tour. And we're about to go on it, and her, and it was probably like I don't know. It was late at night. It was definitely dark out, and it was during like the winter winter season or whatever. I think it was like right after we went to the the candlelight, and he stops us in the middle of the road. Like her son, he's probably like at five at the time, six, seven, or something like that. He he's young, definitely a lot younger than he is now. He stops us, and he gets us all in a circle, and we do a little dance. Like right in the middle of the road, like at Epcot. It was so weird. It was so funny. We were sitting there all cracking up. He stopped us all and made us all hold hands. You know, there was like 10 people around us in the middle of the road, like the play- thing at Epcot. 
and we just all like danced. It was, it was video weird. evidence of this. And it was funny. It was it's really awesome. Dance. You're gonna have to recreate it for uh, Patreon exclusive content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the UK and in the US. Each week, we have a weekly movie club. This next week, starting on the 17th, we'll be watching the 2009 hit film Avatar. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in the podcast at the end of the week. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms with new episodes every Sunday. So Avatar, right? Uh, this last week was Mulan. Yeah. And did you guys watch the movie? Yeah. I, yeah, I watched most of I'm it. A, I watched um, some of the live action. My daughter fell asleep. and uh, But I've seen it when it came out. I've seen it twice already. Okay, and what do you think of it? It's all right. The How action you, scene, the, Well, the action scenes were, were surprisingly, uh, surprisingly very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, and I watched it uh, actually not too long ago. Also, I was really kind of surprised about the PG thirteen rating at the very beginning. Well, there was a lot of killing. Yeah, but you don't yeah, see but it. It still surprised me when I saw. It. I was like, "Well, that's kind of interesting." PG thirteen, yeah. but you don't see it happening. Like it's they like they just fall over or they they fall, but you never see him hit the ground really bad. That's how they get away mm-hmm. with it. Another thing I don't like about the movie is they were like, "We can't have Mushu. It's so unrealistic." But let's have guys <laughs> run up walls. <laughs> And a witch. And a witch that turns into a, a freaking uh, hawk. Yeah, but they listen, lost me. But no, no Mushu. But, but listen, I was, this is a good thing you brought this up because at the very beginning, I kind of like what they said, right? If, if the guy was, was telling, like narrating the story, many tales of, there are many tales of the great warrior Mulan, yeah. but yeah. ancestors, this is mine. So it's like, it can be anything. This is his side of the story. This is his tale, or whatever. He recognizes that there's many tales, right? But this is his tale. It, um, it, they lost me when they're all lined up, all the soldiers, and the guy goes, "We're gonna make men out of you." And no song started playing. I was like, all "Oh right, yeah, this is, this is yeah. just real let down." Yeah, I definitely missed the song. There's no doubt about it. Because that's a great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. It is a really Mulan, good. Song. Yeah, they have some. They have some. Uh, they have some. Let's bangers. get down to business. Isn't that from Tarzan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really like Mulan a lot. There was a lot of headbanging going on when I when I was saying that right there. Little Phil Collins like drums or something. They should have just had Ed Mur- Eddie Murphy narrate. I think that would have uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I think that would have uh, sealed, sealed the deal. Yeah. <laughs> but for this week, it's Avatar, and I've only seen this movie once. Really? Me too. I actually just watched it. Really? For the first time. So when Pandora opened, um, we were a week early when me and Emily would went, mm-hmm. so we could see the floating mountains, but we just couldn't go in. So um, when we went back a couple of years ago, I was like, I really got to watch Avatar so I can appreciate this stuff. Well, I bought the movie and I watched like 20 minutes of it on the plane and then had a panic attack for the rest of the plane ride. Why? So Why did you panic? Just because I'm a because I'm a psychopath. I just can't mm-hmm. ride on planes. So I never got to watch the rest until Disney Plus came out and I, 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 uh, I watched the rest on Disney Plus. And I don't understand. I mean, maybe, maybe because I know you guys are going to talk about it more next week, but I don't understand the. Um, the hype. I guess it's because I was watching it in 2021 though, or 2020. I guess it was at the time, and not in 2009. Maybe no. Yeah. I don't think Big there's difference. never really hype behind it. When oh, we, yes, when there I was. Saw, when I remember first seeing it, I was kind of like, I mean, it's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It's but fine. It, yeah. It's fine. Like I wouldn't even say it was like a real good movie. Like, it was. It was fine. I, yeah. I don't think I'd ever watch it again. I'm gonna go and give it a try. I'm gonna go watch it again. I watched it when it first came out because it was like, it's like you said, there was such a big hype yeah. behind it. And uh, uh, so I'm going to give it a try again. I, I thought it was a good movie. You know, it, the message not... was good. I yeah. like the message, but I guess the graphics and the technology at the time were like, you know, every every other every movie now is that same technology. But did Better, you yeah. watch it in 3D? Because that's yeah. what it's made for. It's made for to be seen in 3D. And that was a big issue when, when it came out. That was a big deal about it. It was like, oh, my God, 3D. Where the, wasn't the that, future? Yeah, wasn't that the big selling feature for like those 3D TVs at the time? Yeah, like, yeah, Avatar. Yep. And it's it's. I mean, 3D is cool, but I mean, it's not just it's it's just not quite there yet. Still yeah. to this day. Yeah. Especially if you have glasses. Yeah, they'll get there. But even the graphics suck on it. The number one box office hit, right? Ever? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to give it a try this week. I'm looking forward to kind of giving it a quick little review. I, I enjoyed Mulan, Mulan uh, but I do like the animated 
version better. I do wish I had time to watch the animated because I haven't watched the animated one in forever. And the soundtrack I I is that. great. The soundtrack is great. Yeah, and I then I like when I was younger, I didn't know that it was Eddie Murphy. I probably just thought it was Donkey from Shrek. And so I think appreciating Eddie Murphy <laughs> for who he is when watching it again would be cool too. Are you talking about Eddie Murphy from Haunted Mansion, the movie? Oh, I forgot that was his big movie. Yeah. That's what got him real famous. Yeah. <laughs> Niels wants to know. Hey Joe, Alex and Jen, this is Niels from at Capturing Disney Parks on Instagram. This month's question is, what's your favorite Walt Disney World nighttime show of all time and why? So think of Happily Ever After, Fantasmic, Illuminations, and so on. Good luck. When this new, uh, what's what's the new one called? Uh, hap- Wish uh, Happily Ever After. Happ- happily Ever After. I love that show. The projection, the technology in that. Yeah. That is so cool. And then the one firework that I remember, because all fireworks look the same. They did a little Moana swirl, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know how they do that. But the, the projections take the cake for me. So I uh, that's my favorite. I would I would like stay to see that every single time I go to um to Magic Kingdom. Oh, also, we went back the next year after I saw that for the first time. I actually was there the first week that they that they brought that in. Mm-hmm. We went back the next year and I was hyping it up to my parents, like, oh man, wait till you see these projections. We went there for Christmas and they had these like dumb 2D snowflakes just going up and down the castle. They had none of that technology going. And I was so disappointed. I was sitting there for like 15 minutes just thinking, like, man, I, I, we, we wasted time watching this. Now we got to walk out with all, all the crowds. We can watch these nutcrackers in 2D. Like we're at Rockefeller Center. Uh, Mickey's not so scary, but consider a nighttime show. Never been. But I know, would that be considered though at nighttime? Because I think sure, it would it's be at night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll go ahead and say mine. Uh, my favorite, and, I, and Mickey's Not So Scary has a nighttime show anyway. That's like mm-hmm. a Halloween show, like fireworks. And I would say that's my favorite. That would probably be cool because I love yeah. Halloween. Yeah, because, you know, going as a annual pass holder, you you can, I see that. I mean, I can see the the basic show that like they yeah, play sick, every night. Sick brag, Joe. <laughs> I can see it whenever I want. I pre- I've seen it, you know, multiple times a year. Steve is saying wishes in chat, but the Mickey's not so scary one. That's like one a year type of thing. Yeah, you know, that would once, be cool. a, once a year. So I think that's my favorite show. Go ahead, Alex. How about you? What's your favorite nighttime show? Uh, because you took the one I would have picked, Joe. Uh, I'm gonna go with, take use it, man. Who cares? No, I'm gonna go with Electrical Parade. That's a good one. Oh, dude, that is a really good one. Yeah, I, I, I think one. that counts as a nighttime show too, for sure. I what? wouldn't like that. I don't like those bulbs. Do they even do it? I love them. during daytime. I, not a big bulb guy. No, they don't do it during daytime. Okay, so how, how can they do it during? How can that's what I was saying. That's why you said I think it works as a nighttime. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, of course. yeah, I think that's considered a nighttime show for sure. That's now, a good one. I like the daytime electrical parade better, where you, <laughs> where you just see all like the just skeletons of the uh, of the floats going down. Okay, it's here, Niels. Well, for me, that's a bit difficult, as I saw a couple of shows just one time in my life during our visits to the states in uh, 2018 and 2019. I saw part of the Star Wars fireworks at Hollywood Studios. I saw Fantasmic. I also watched um, Happily Ever After, of course, and the Animal Kingdom uh, show Rivers of Light. Oh, and the Tree of Life Awakenings uh, projections, of course, if that could be considered as a nighttime show. I enjoyed all the shows, but Fantasmic, Happily Ever After, and Rivers of Light were definitely highlights. I saw the Rivers of Light with um, Disney movie projections, by the way, so that's the the upgraded version uh, called uh, We Are One. And... Happily Ever After was uh, fantastic. Uh, I think that's the master of all shows uh, at the moment. Uh, But it was a bit similar to our um, Disneyland Paris Illuminations uh, show. uh, With different music, bigger fireworks, uh, some changes. But well, same idea. So Fantasmic was a cool concept that I didn't experience before. uh, With some great effects. But it felt... little bit outdated to me so i might go um, for rivers of light Uh, maybe not the most popular choice at walt disney world but for me it was a really unique uh, uh, experience it's it's a really enchanting uh, show with light boats projections music uh, the water effects um, well and on the beautiful lake uh, yeah it's probably one of the most beautiful parks animal kingdom so yeah that, that that really made it like well perfect experience uh, to me uh, and i also enjoyed that uh, a lot because of the, the dessert 
package that we booked uh, a lot of uh, space to freely move around not packed at all uh, some great beverages nice snacks uh, to stuff ourselves while waiting and watching so yeah that definitely uh, helped but uh, yeah i think i go for uh, rivers of light talking about nighttime uh, why is cinderella not playing football she runs away from the ball <laughs> till next time that's one of those jokes you always see at laugh factory <laughs> she runs away from the ball the Niels likes all of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cool, man. That's good. He can like all of them. He can like no. Things. You know what? He he uh, sold himself short. I just watched the Paris nighttime show on on uh, Disney Plus. Oh yeah, yeah. And Paris's was really good. Really? Oh my gosh! Well, I mean, they have the Avengers. They have the Avengers. And everything oh yeah. On it. Yeah, it's really yeah, awesome. cool. cool. I never saw Rivers of Light, by the way, but I heard uh, pretty cool things about it. No, I've never seen it either, and I've heard really good things about it though. That's one of those parks too that I, you know, living here, I kind of want to be, we, we, we go to the parks, we stay for the morning, you know, we're usually out of there around dinner. We usually eat dinner there and then we head on out. Yeah. So uh, we yeah. Say so we, we stay from uh, when we get there in the morning. So yeah, of course you got to. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen a nighttime so show in a long time. No, I, I have to stay until I it's um it gets really bad. Like we uh we're like semi crippled by the end of the day. We can't walk. It's like we're all in pain, but that's 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 mm-hmm. our Disney trips. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna do a giveaway real quick. Oh right? man, Chris, what are we giving away? We are giving away two Walt Disney Cinderella, illustrated by Mary Blair herself. But these are really cool books. Um, they're brand new. I um I had a few laying around, so I wanted to send them off to the Patreons. All Sweet. right, and you're in on this too, Chris. No, no, we're gonna, we're gonna. Have- <laughs> oh, that was safe on shipping. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here it goes. Tara. So Ooh, she Tara. Tara yeah. will love this. Yeah, she oh, will no, love nice. this. That's pretty awesome. Big yeah. congrats, to Tara. Dude, if, if I'm a little worried if Dane doesn't win this, <laughs> what will happen? But I mean, he might, he might, he might leave Patreon. He might. Oh, Amelia. She Amelia. won a couple of weeks ago. All right. Congratulations. Awesome. Yeah, congratulations. That's awesome. Sweet. Be sure to follow our social media, DizHiz65, on Twitter and Instagram. And relatively new, we have a Twitch stream account. Just go to twitch.tv. That's T-W-I-T-C-H dot TV. And search DizHiz. Be sure to follow us so you are notified when we start to stream. We sometimes put up spotlights in old episodes, but the best thing is Joe live streaming classic Disney games like Aladdin and Lion King. Sometimes our friend Remy from Remy's Roundtable will drop by to give us some Disney news. Just follow us and jump in when we are live. Joe loves to chat with fans, so start messaging away. You also never know who may stop by for a hang. That's Diz His on Twitch. But what did you do in the world of Disney this week, Alex? So this week has been interesting. You'll be proud of me. My wife and I have decided that we're going to watch all the Marvel movies in chronological order. So the order in which they take place, not when they aired. So we started on Monday with Captain America, the first Avenger. And then Tuesday we watched uh, Miss Marvel. Or yeah, Miss Mar- not Miss Marvel. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. And then last night we watched Iron Man. And tonight we're watching Iron Man 2. Wow, so that's far, a lot. So far we've watched one every day. Okay. Wow, and you you kind of you did one every day. So You're not far, splitting it up. Well, I I'm telling. So Christina's like wants to get through with it and get one every day. She thinks it'd be fun if we accomplish it. I so, have to check, but um, Alex finishing a movie in a day is a sign of the apocalypse. I'm pretty sure. It might be. I think it's like the Book of Revelations. Yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to hit. We're trying to watch a Avenger movie every day. But cool. I don't remember Spider Man being in. I don't remember Spider Man's coming of age story right when he gets his powers and stuff is that in civil war no they skip over it because it was they did it like two other times so they said we're just gonna skip his origin story. so they just skip his origin story yeah, yeah. the first okay. yeah 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 okay because yeah. i was i was like i don't understand what's happening because they don't have spider-man on disney plus so we have to go yet, we have no. to go somewhere else and grab spider-man somehow and watch those and mix with this as well because i want to watch those in the timeline as well they- so I think they go over his origin story in one of the movies. No, it, w- it was it was more so uh, they didn't want to kill Uncle Ben for the third time on film. Uh, yeah. Third for like more like 18th. <laughs> okay, uh, what else did you do, Alex? Uh, that's about it, honestly. Okay, how about you, Chris? What did you do? 
Well, I actually uh, guest hosted a Disney themed history podcast this week. Oh, what? wow. Hey, what's, yeah, their, ca- what's their name? I'm interested. It's called, it's called Diz Unplugged. It's. <laughs> <laughs> you got, of course, you got a name like the one that's like number one. <laughs> this We're is coming actually- for you. We're coming for you. This is the most Disney thing I did this week. I had such a busy week this week, but um, yeah, man, you're uh, Emily graduated yesterday. Emily huh? did graduate. Uh, shout out to my fiance Emily for graduating uh, college. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got her. You know what? That was the one Disney thing I did this week was I got her a uh, a Mickey Mouse stuffed animal with a graduation cap. Cool. That's pretty awesome. So she graduated and kicking the curb, huh? Not yet. Not yet. No, she, because um, it's a couple more weeks till the uh, diploma comes in. Then it's official. Then I'll probably be on my way out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so pretty much I did my weekly thing on Fridays. I watched Big Shot. Hey, Chris, have you watched Big Shot yet? No, I can uh, barely watch I'm the, the inside of my eyelids. You're, 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 what'd you say? Oh, I said I barely have time to watch the inside of my eyelids. I <laughs> know uh, uh, you are all over the place. Alex, would, are you caught up? Yeah, I'm caught up. It's a good series, right? Yeah, yeah, it's getting better I and better. I love it. Yeah, I cannot, like, that's one of the, definitely one of the shows I look forward to on Friday. I watched Bad Batch, the second Bad Batch. Oh, really that's good. what I need to watch. Yeah, yeah that's I haven't watched list. any of it yet. That's pretty good. I watched um, The Mighty Ducks, of course. Yep. Those are like my three go-to on Friday. I sit down with Nick and Mel. And we watch them, and we have a good time watching them. Nice. I uh, also watched Milan, which was, you know, it was good. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Uh, I would watch it again. It wasn't sure. terrible. Huh? When you try to sell things, I always say, it's not terrible, guys. Yeah, Joe also has this weird obsession with watching a movie and then watching it six more times in the I next do. in the next couple of weeks. What? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I do. How, do what's that. your Raya count up to? Uh, four. <laughs> 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 yeah, but so that's pretty much all I did. You know, I, I have my Disney Fridays where I pretty much watch all my Disney shows. So, well, it's pretty it. soon I can start that back up when Loki comes out. Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait. Yeah, it's I'm coming up really soon. And now I'll know so much because I've watched all the Marvel movies. I'll know. I'll be all set for it. So that's the his on the Grand Fiesta Tour starring the three Caballeros. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA, get a quote today.